Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and in the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. R&B money! We up! Thanks. Take Valentine. We are the authorities on all things R&B. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Tank. I'm Jay Valentine. And this is the Army Money Podcast, the authority on all things R&B. Ah, there are men. There are men who are writers. There are men who deliver melody. All of it. Uh, all of it. They're, they're, but there's a certain type of man. Don't forget is, they produce that vocal, too. They yeah, produce yeah. that vocal. That Vocal. Yeah. Not the vocal. That. Or the. Or the. Yeah. Uh, this particular kind of man is a scientist. Uh, he weaves into the intricacies. Yeah. Technician. Of a record of technician. Yeah. And takes a record from here to here. He also has a beard. Make some noise. Protect <laughs> you in the building, baby. <laughs> Big beard in the building. Tommy, what's, what's, what's the uh, picture? Uh, oh, Raleigh you. Fingers 
Like, you remember Raleigh Fingers? That's before your time. It might have been before my time because I don't know what we're talking about. This the is, baseball this pitcher is, this with is this right here? This really feel like I can't grow shit, bro. Bro, he... he like, he, I already knew I couldn't, He but keeps growing is, it. it, it is, he's done... First of all, I want to say this. Thank you for coming. Oh, bro. Right? Thank you are, you you, you're family, but yeah, we so. never want to uh, take advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? We never want to take light of that. We know you're a busy man. We know you're a busy man. Yeah, yeah, that busy. Yeah. You know, you're 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 Shout here yeah. in Korea. You here you, you in Korea, Korea, man. You know, as, you, as the original black man would say, you, you, say, you be up you be over there in Korea. Yeah, in Korea, huh? <laughs> Bleeding from the inside. You understand? I know. Jacob, if you could grab 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 that thing for me. This is a special day on the RB Money Podcast. You are a first. You are a first with this. I particular even, moment. I don't even know what's going on. Hmm? You lied to me. What is going you on? You are for happy birthday <laughs> to you. Ha- okay. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday, <laughs> DJ Gonna come out twelve months from now, but it is your it's birthday. Actual, I it, your bro. actual birthday, brother. Yeah. And I, I can't, can't, I can't believe you're here on your birthday. Thank you, hey, man. Yeah, Absolutely, you, I can't just eat just, this at all. No, just sit with down this right beer. there. I just want you to. I just wanted to be part of you. Yeah, yeah. This in is, this, this pot, you know what I'm saying, so people know. <laughs> Bro, I appreciate uh, it. Come on, you want to turn it so they can see the happy birthday? Oh, yeah, or you want to look oh. at happy birthday? Which one you no, want? It's for him. However he wants to receive it. Yeah. Um, you are, you are an awesome brother. Um, one of the coolest human beings ever, since day one. Your family, day one. We go all the way back to before, all of this shit, right? Uh, um, as for you, either one of us, actually. Yeah, yeah. As you are the nicest guy ever. You be smoking when you want to be. Yeah, I see you get mad. <laughs> I see you get mad. We, we, don't take his kind, we can't take his kindness for weakness. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no weakness yeah. in this young man. Okay? He got a gym in his garage. We've worked out together. Okay? All right? That nigga's strong. <laughs> I do drugs. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but in any event, I want to start off with the smoke, JQ. Oh, shit. You're so nice. <laughs> I want to get to the smoke. Who wrote yeah (laughs) for Usher Raymond? Who I want to know now. We will do the pod the way we normally do it (laughs) after we talk about this. That's how we started. Hey, remember the eerie one? That's on how we started. What, what movie was that with Jordan Peele? Right, it's, it's, I've heard so many uh, iterations of the story. It's wild because I actually just, not just, maybe a year ago, had this conversation um, in studio. <clears throat> I'm in studio uh, with Ush, like B. Cox called Who's Ush? Usher. Usher. Er. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He, don't, he doesn't need the er. <laughs> just, to, just to point that out to you please Continue. I get a call from B. Cox and he's like yo you know me JD uh, Felly uh, we're up Keith we're up here working with Usher 
you should fall through. And I was like, oh, yeah. And this is the re- this is recent? Yes. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And I was like, oh, yeah, easy, easy. I pull up. I pull up, and, um, you know, it's amazing seeing everybody. And JD and I, you know, know each other, but we've never worked together. Oh, oh no shit. Okay. You know, <clears throat> um, so I'm in the room, and the energy doesn't feel like I'm supposed to be in the room writing and Brian's like no just jump in wherever and I'm like okay so you know first first uh day it's a little weird but I tell Brian it's cool like I'll come back because I'm just trying to hang out with you really because he don't be here all the time Mm -hmm. so I pull up the second day and we're talking and me KP and Usher are outside uh outside sitting on the stairs, just chopping it up. <clears throat> and um, Keith sticks his head out of the room and just goes, hey, JQ. I was like, what's going on, bro? He said, you wrote on yeah, didn't you? And I said, what? And he said, nigga, I know, but you did, didn't you? And I was like, yes. And then he went back in the room. Then he popped out again and he's like, what did you write exactly? And I said, I don't, I said, I don't, I don't understand the question. What do you mean? He said, what did you write? I said, I wrote half of it. And he said, okay. And he popped back in the room and then KP's looking at me like this. I was like, I don't know. And then he comes out of the room and JD comes out of the room. And I'm like, what's going on? And he was like, do me a favor, man. Just tell JD what you just told me. And I was like, well, yeah, like. Sean and I wrote it together. And he was like, for real, for real. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Um, now, let me say this. Over time, I don't know, maybe people's recollection of what the story is changes. And as you guys know, when you have management, you know, a team, it's their job to make you larger than life. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I expect niggas to tell whatever story that, you know, is going to help push the machine forward. Um, But they tell me that the story that they've heard is that I was given some publishing for engineering. Like, they were just glad that I sat and I I engineered the demo. Hmm. So they threw me some publishing. I was like... Charity. Exactly. And I was like, no, that's not what's hap- what happened. So we start explaining it. And I tell, you know, the entire story of how the matter of fact, let me tell the story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, let me tell the story. And, you know, shout out to Sean for for calling me mm. like Sean and I were both signed to uh, L.A. Reid, both signed to Hitco. Hit mm-hmm. Yeah. And um Shake is really the one that was like, yo, you know, I I think you Shakir guys. Stewart. He was like, I think you guys. Yeah, Shakir. <clears throat> he was like, I think, you know, you guys are the two writers that I have here that really have a chance at really stepping it up and taking it to the next level. So it was like excited. Let's go. Yeah. So he's like, I'm I'm thinking if you guys can deliver me a hit for Usher that I can make sure it's heard. I can't promise anything, but I can make sure that it 
that it gets heard. So we're like, cool, cool, cool. Let's let's get to it. And it's Sean that actually pulls out um, some tracks from Little John. Now, for me personally, <clears throat> I go way back with Little John. Mm-hmm. So I'm how far thrilled. back do you go back with Little John? <laughs> I go back to ninety. Hmm. maybe 95 <clears throat> with um with little john my first the first professional recording first record that i was ever part of um was a song that went viral maybe seven years ago again at night i think of you come on now so <laughs> yeah out, of, out yeah. of high school yeah. this is the first record that i'm ever part of and little john uh A&R that project. And that's that's where I met John and we went on to do some other stuff together yeah. but when Sean plays the John track mm-hmm. I'm amped because I fucking love Little John. Yeah. And at the time Little John was maybe one of my favorite producers moving, definitely one of favorites moving around Atlanta. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so um Sean is like I think we should write to this. So we're like hell yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So he messes around, puts in the track, track starts playing. We get hype as hell. We about to write for Usher, nigga. We about to kill this. We write for Usher. After about two minutes, we just looking at each other going, what do you, what do you write to this? Ain't nobody. What you got? You wrote <laughs> you to got, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we look at it for a second. I say, hold on one second. I run out to the car. I come back in uh, with the CD, put it in, and it's, if you don't give a damn, we don't give a fuck. Hey, mm-hmm. it was my favorite song ever at the time right. so we listen to that shit and we're just we both amp i curse a lot so i apologize mama my kids when you see this turn up go crazy i'm gonna go crazy yeah, yeah. so we're hype as fuck and now we're like yeah yeah let's do it let's do it if it ain't this hat if it ain't this crunk if we ain't this hat, then we don't even need to do it so we amped we amped and then we just confused again and like <laughs> two minutes about what to do and Sean's like, play that shit one more time. So we play it, and it goes off, and it's like, it's got to be that hype, or there's no point in writing to a John track. So we hit play again. That shit comes on, and Sean goes, yeah! And I go, and he looks at me, and we're like, nigga, we should call this shit, yeah. We should call this. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. those moments. So yeah. now we hype yeah. and we like, all right, what is this going to be about? What is it going to be about? And I got the call earlier to write for Ush because I had done this record with Marcus Houston. I, I co-wrote it with Neo. Um, um, what was the name of it? If I wanted that girl, I would be with... So L.A. liked the way that record felt. And mm-hmm. because Usher had come off that You Remind Me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what they had asked me to write before. And like, I just fell short. Like, it's it's hard for me to copy. I'm right. not really, really good at that. Mm-hmm. So we sit down and, um, you know, back to the story, we sit down and we're like, all right, well, let's just write what we want to write what we think being Usher is like. <clears throat> and Shake had played us, uh, before we got started, he played us Caught Up. Mm. He played us Confessions. Mm. He played us Superstar. Mm. 
and he played us burn. Burn. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. No and, pressure. And we're sitting there, <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, what, what do these records have in common? And I'm looking, and I'm like, they're all very visual. So we knew it needed to be visual. So we were like, you know, let's make it. Let's make it that. Let's talk about what we think, you know, being Usher is. Mm -hmm. It's got to be in the club because of the way the record is. <clears throat> so we'd sit down and start writing. And Sean hops in the booth. And Sean is melodically gifted, nigga. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. he's different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, you got that. He's different. So he's in the booth and he's. And I'm like, and then he keeps going. But it doesn't stop. So at a point, I'm like, hey, bro, that's it's too much. Like, it's too much. And he's like, nigga, I'm telling you, this is what hot. And I'm like, I get it, but it's too much. And he's like, well, what do you hear? So I sing, and my shit is slower. And he's like, well, that shit's boring. And back then, I had a way bigger ego. Mm -hmm. Like, my personality is still kind of big, but my ego, like, nigga, I thought I was the best, and you better think I'm the best. Yeah. So, and Sean's got a big personality as well. Mm -hmm. So we argue, you know, for a bit. We mm -hmm. just screaming at each other. And then we kind of slow down, and we just talk, and we're like, look, bro, we both, because neither, neither one of us had a record that had changed our lives. Um. So we sat and we talked and we're like, look, they're really giving us an opportunity to change shit for our families. Like, bro, we got to get past this and figure it out. So he's like, I really just think that this shit that I'm doing is the new shit. It's it. And I'm like, nigga, I agree. You just do it for too long. Like mm. people have to remember it. They need something to hold on to. Yeah. So he does his da 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 and he's like, well, what do you hear? And I'm like, oh, and he's like, all right, I fuck with that. So we do all of that shit, end up writing the whole thing, write the verses, write the chorus, sing that bitch down, you know, hype. The shit, we like, we listen to it, write the second verse, um, then we're like, well, what do we do for a bridge? Because at the time, Us was super musical. So mm -hmm. we're like, we don't know if John's going to put a change in it, if he's going to do whatever. So we're like, well, let's just do a bridge with John. So our bridge was, yeah, 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 Usher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, all right, that'll be the bridge for right now. So we listen to the shit down again. All the way. And it comes out of the second verse into the second hook. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're like, oh my God, nigga, that has to happen every time. So we mess around and fly that to where it needs to be. And we're sitting in the room and we're listening to it, bro. And um, I remember Polo comes busting in the room. Him and, and Bubba Sparks. That's great. <laughs> That's crazy. Great. I actually went to college with Bubba Sparks. That's Andy. great. Yeah. So he comes in and he's like, what's this? And we're like, yo, this, this shit we just did for Usher. And they can be known. He was like, it's incredible. It's going to be, it's going to be the biggest record of his life. Y'all just saved that nigga. Right. This is going to be it. This is going to be the biggest record of his life. And we both like, yeah, cool. 
But we know that if Polo likes it, we might be on to something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're like, yo, okay, here's the thing, Great bro. Great musical don't, mind. Yeah. Bro, yeah. genius. So we're like, don't play it. We tell the engineer, don't play it for shake. We know he's going to want to hear it in the morning. We want to be here when you play it. And he's like, absolutely. We won't play anything. Nigga, I get woken up by a call. <laughs> I get woken up by a call from Shakir. It's <laughs> like, yo, listen to the record. Get down to the studio, bro. Once you and Sean down here, I need to talk to you. Get down here. So Sean and I get to the studio, and Shake is like, I think this hook is amazing. I don't think LA is going to like these verses. You guys need to rewrite the verses right quick. And Sean and I kind of look at each other, and we're like, no. And you know Shake. Yeah. Shake's yeah. like, no. And we're like, nah, bro, we rock with it the way it is. So he's like, okay, okay, cool. And he sends the record, bro. And we hear back. Um, actually, I think Sean's in New York working on something else. I'm with Tricky working on some Backstreet Boys stuff. And um, I get a call from Sean who said he sat and talked to L.A. And L.A. told him that he really liked the song but he actually wasn't crazy about the hook. He's like, he felt like Sean's exact words is he said, LA said the song was like uh, bad sex. And he was like, bad sex. He was like, yeah, the verses, you get me all hyped up. You get me right there. But then your hook, it don't really deliver. Hmm. Um, and the hook that we had at the time was uh, like, I don't remember the hook that's, uh, that's on the actual album. But the hook that we did... You mean the uh, hook that, that came out? Yeah. I, I don't remember exactly how that hook goes. But yeah, the, all the melodies are the same. Oh, got you. Oh, okay, so we were you. like, uh, it was like, uh, yeah, yeah, try to get down low if you think you're ready. Yeah, yeah, I could turn you out, baby, if you let me. Yeah, yeah. Want to see if you could back up what you told me. Yeah, yeah. Shot to get down low if you think you're ready. Uh. And then L.A. was like, the story of the verses, mm -hmm. you got me. Gotcha. That hook don't go nowhere. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, and it's one of the pluses of being signed to an amazing writer. Writer, right. He was able to see that. Like yeah. he, it was never enough for him that it felt good. Mm -hmm. Like you guys are on to something, make it better. Mm -hmm. So we get in and um, Sean gives me that call and I tell Trick, I got to go. I head back to the apartment. Sean heads to the studio in New York. We're on like speakerphone and we write like five more hooks. And he's not sure which one to pick. I'm not sure which one to pick. So I go and I sing them all for Viv. Like I sing all the courses. Who's Viv? Vivian. <laughs> my wife. That nigga changed his whole. Bro. Be clear, I know Viv. <laughs> Viv, is, Viv is everything, bro. Yeah, Viv. he turned into the provider real fast. Yeah, shout out to Viv. Shout That's out to Viv. Homie. She black and Asian just like Viv. Viv. That's my pilot. That's my pilot. Viv is the reason. Like, Viv is, is the reason. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter what we're talking about. Viv is the reason. I love so that. you go sing the hooks. Um, so we sing Viv the hooks. And when I get to the one, she was all up on me screaming, yeah. Viv is like, oh my God. Usher's fucking his girl's best friend? Now when we wrote it, 
we literally just meant she was in the club dancing with that nigga yeah. screaming, yeah, 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 yeah. And when she says he's fucking his best friend, I was like, that's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> and I run back upstairs and I call Sean and I'm going, this is the one we got to do. Right. This one right here. And he's like, you sure? Yes, because this is the story I'm telling you. So Sean's like, fuck it. So he goes and sings it, uh, plays that shit for L.A. L.A.'s like, cool, let's play it for everybody else. Fun part is, A&R team didn't like the song. Like, nobody really wanted bro to have the song. You know, even after talking to Ush and KP, Ush didn't really like the song. He was like, on first listen, I didn't understand it. And it, like, doesn't, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit no, the album. No, at all. At all. And it was, the, the album, the album was actually done. Yeah, Burn was the first single. Burn was the first single. The Shakir, video was Shakir done. Shakir played it for yeah. me at Hitco. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Nigga, this is out of here. Yeah. This is out of here." The shit was done. And then you it was done. And we showed up with yeah, record mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, and we wrote we wrote it. Um, shout out to KP. Um, KP is really one of the people that got Ush to cut the record mm. because uh, he told Ush because Ush was really unsure of it, and LA wasn't crazy about it. And I was good, like, I understood L.A.'s reasoning. You know what I mean? Um, L.A.'s whole thing was, Ush has never really had, up until that point, someone standing next to him. He was like, Uh, that's by design. mm -hmm. We never put anybody next to him. It's never Usher and someone else. So he's the star. So I don't know if I want to start that with Little John. Mm. Like... And KP's whole thing was, listen, I don't know. All I know is that shit feel like it's hell Atlanta. I fuck with it. Like, like cut it. And the whole thing, nigga, if you don't like it, we don't keep it. But there's no problem with putting your voice on it. Just sing it. Let's see what happens. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. 
I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready that, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to take you on a different path. Where are we going? Now that you've, now that you've started this path talk. Let's go path, path talk. talk. Um, <laughs> I just made that up. Talk. Make sure we, make sure we call the lawyers path talk. path talk. You said your first hit record was in the 90s. Yes. And what was that record? Uh, my Boo. My Boo. Yes. Give me My Boo. Um, my Boo is fun. Uh, for as long as I can remember, like, I'm a... Like I'm an army brat, so I was raised yeah. 
Yeah. Globally. Yeah. But I graduated high school in Alabama, mm-hmm. like a small town in Alabama called Anniston. Um, and like I've always like I'm a Southern kid. I've always loved bass and 808s and you know all of that. And I remember being a kid and trying to get my big brother Greg. Uh, shout, shout out to, to Greg. Greg. Shout, shout out to Greg, Greg who is a, an amazing musician. I wish I was the musician he was. Mm. Um, and I remember telling him all the time, bro, we should sing over that. Like, I'm watching what happens when they play that shit at the pep rallies. Because yeah. I play football. Like, when they play that shit at the pep rallies, when mm. they play that shit at the dance, when they play that. That's what we should sing over. Ain't nobody singing over that. And he used to clown me all the time. That ain't real music, boy. That ain't real <laughs> boy. music. And he start playing yeah. the keys. This yeah. is real. Doing that yeah. thing y'all do with the shoulder. Yeah. This real music. <laughs> so I, so like fast forward, I get out of high school, move to Atlanta, following my big brother, like just literally trying to be like him. Mm-hmm. And um. I mess around and, you know, start meeting my own people, start going to Art Institute of Atlanta, start meeting my own people. And I met this, you know, one lady uh, named Akima Day. Akima. Akima. You know Akima? Of course I know Akima. Okay, so yeah, Akima would take me around. I would, would, you know, arrange and do a lot of the stuff on her her demos. Oh, wow. And she would be like, yo, so what do you think? And I'd be like, sing this, do this, do this, do this. So she called me one day and was like, yo, I got a... You know, I got the song I got to do. Will you come with me to the studio? And I was like, absolutely. Absolutely. So we get to the studio and they start playing the song. And it's bass music. Everything you... Everything I've been waiting for. Is it playing the track or they're playing a song? The the track and the song. Got you. So they're playing it and I'm sitting there like, yo, this is fucking awesome. So they're like, "Let's, let's cut it. Let's get it. So... We're sitting there and I'm, we're cutting it and I'm arranging and I'm trying to help out the best as I as best I can, and they're, <laughs> and they're giving Akima a hard time, but they're not really giving her a hard time. They just keep saying, "It should suck," like this don't sound good. And Akima gets frustrated mm-hmm. after a while because they really go in and she's delivering what's written. Mm-hmm. So they're giving her a really hard time and she she ends up. Dipping, and I'm not trying to dip because this is my first professional session. Right. So I'm like, well, what y'all want? And little John is there, and little John <laughs> looks at me and goes, "Hey, Shawty, you should sing it." And I go, "This is, this is, this is, this is a song for a girl." Yeah. No disrespect, but you kind of sound like a bitch when you sing in that high <laughs> voice. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like no disrespect normally yeah. <laughs> ensues with disrespect <laughs> so so oh, I'm like I'm like no I, I can't sing it but I can call my girlfriend so the girl that's singing the song yeah, no, I think, was my girlfriend we met at a junior college in Alabama called Southern Union mm-hmm. so I call Virgo and I'm like yo you should get down here like, there's, there's a song. We can sing this song. So she comes down, and she comes down with, with Theo, who she was doing a lot of, I think it was Theo, who she was doing a lot of work with at the time. And she starts singing it, and they kind of react the same way. This ain't it. 
So immediately, Theo's like, well, the problem is, you, like, the melody's jacked up. Like, it's not the song. So niggas start working on the melody. So I'm just hopping in. Hey, well, what if you sang it like this? Mm-hmm. Well, what if we did this part like this? So niggas mess around. And change it and rewrite yeah. it. Redo the melodies, sing the song, like Virgo singing the song. And Same I'm, lyric. And I'm, yes. Same lyric. And I'm singing the backs on the record. To this day. To this day, yeah. I'm my, the only voices that you hear on that song are Virgo and me. So <laughs> we, we redo the song. And it's crazy because they had told me, like, we'll give you guys 150 bucks for doing it. Because out of high school trying yeah, to figure shit that. out. I was like, shit, yes. That's, that's what I that's came so to. much Taco Bell. That's what I Boy, came to LA what? With. I came to LA with 150. Man, what? So we, <clears throat> we, we do the first day and we come back the second day and they haven't given us the money yet. So V's like, let's just sing it. And I was like, no. Like, if we sing it, there's no reason for them to pay to us. Pay. Like, it's a hundred dollars, <laughs> 150 bucks. Like, I'll talk to them. So we go in there, nigga, and I need you to understand, like, y'all know me for a long time. This is the pretty much the biggest I've ever been in my entire life. Now, out of high school, oh, yeah, you nigga, was, I was a smooth was a fella. 142. <laughs> <laughs> 142. And I'm like, yo, they're like, get in the booth. We need to finish this record because they're on a the time crunch. Matter of fact. Right. And I'm like. We're not singing anything until y'all pay us. Like y'all said y'all was going to give us the money. If we sing this, you ain't got no reason to pay us. Bro said, oh, you ain't singing. Like, no, nah, man. Bro reaches in his bag, pulls out a nine. Drops that bitch on the table. You know Look, the name of the person that did this? I absolutely do. I'm not going to say I it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. This nigga tank turning into flag. <laughs> No, I want to know if he knew him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I know exactly who it was. And I'm like, he look at me. I was like, nigga, I just said I need a little water. Before I go. The vocals are a little dry before I get it. At night. That's how I go. At night. Went in the booth. We went in the booth and we sang that bitch down. <laughs> we sang that bitch down and then we dipped. They never gave us the money. No 150. No. And it was the last, it was also the last song that was being recorded what for that album. What I was album. trying to say is I was thirsty. <laughs> Y'all gotta give us at least some water before I start singing any damn thing around here. Bro, so we sing, we sing it, and they end up putting it out as the single. And it ends up doing really With well. With her, just her voice and your... Yeah. They put it out as a single and it does really well. They start trying to perform it and they're getting booed. So who? Who is this? The um, So-So Deaf. Gotcha. They start trying to perform the song because it's in Atlanta in the South. The shit just becomes a hit. That was massive. Yeah. But Virgo's not performing it because they treated us like shit. And they're getting booed everywhere because the girl that's singing this ain't the girl that sang on it on the record. So they end up, you know, reaching out to us. And like I remember John calling me and being like, Where you live? And I told him where I lived, and bro pulled up with a uh, a gold plaque. This is my first gold plaque. He was like, We straight? 
I'm looking at this shit to say Q Smith. I'm like, hell yeah, we straight. What? Hell yeah. And John and I end up like doing like a remix for To Me and doing some other shit mm-hmm. together. Like, I just remember hanging with John when, because John started out as, you know, an executive. An, an he, like, executive, he was yeah. Head of, head of A&R at SoSo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember back then him going that he just wanted to be like Uncle Luke. He was like, he was going to do that. He was going to figure out how to be a rapper and be like Luke Skywalker. Hmm. Like and I'd be like okay and he was DJing and figuring it all out. I end up running in the in the Virgo later because we broke up. But I end up running in the Virgo um, when we hooked back up, and she was like, "Oh my God, did they did you get your plaque?" I was like, "Hell yeah, I got my plaque." She was like, "How much money did they give you?" I was like, "What? <laughs> what? Money?" <laughs> She was like, <laughs> she they showed like, me a gun. <laughs> they never paid me. She was like, yeah, they gave me, like, they gave me, I got 20000 Oh, shit. I was like, what? She you takes me outside. Sang. She takes she me outside. <laughs> she takes me outside to see the new purple Ultima. I was like, what? What? Boo money. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a good story, though. Learned a lot. Did you ever get paid? No. <laughs> <laughs> I still ain't been paid, bro. <laughs> I still ain't been paid. It's all good, though. Like, I messed around and... What I got on me? I ended up... You know what? I ended up getting paid... You got 50. I got hundreds. You, you get you with just hundred, hundred. You get two hundred. No, no, three hundred, hundred and fifty twice. Oh, hundred fifty. I got two hundred. You got a hundred on it. You know okay. what? It's a good birthday present. I take, I take, I, I receive this in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, all of it. All of it, man. <sighs> what a story. Um, that is great. That is a great story, bro. Hey, and I will never be able to listen to that record the same again. Every time I hear it, I'm going to think of this story. Bro, you can hear me the clearest on that when they get to the bridge. Boy, you've got all I need. Back then, niggas couldn't use no auto-tune either. Niggas just had to get it right. Wasn't no auto-tune. You heard that, didn't you? Okay. Oh, for clarity, I ain't got no issue with auto-tune. God bless auto-tune. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we've been we've been doing this way before the plug in. Oh, Boy, what? I'm from the tape. I remember I'm the, from the tape days. I'm from the right? tape days. <laughs> Boy, what? I'm from the tape days, the VCR days. Hey, that's. <laughs> they could never sync up. They right. just couldn't you sync just, up. Yeah, waiting for your that. part. Yeah, we talk about that. Fly the vocals. You going to lunch? Let's go to lunch real quick. while he's flying these vocals? <laughs> He'll figure it out. Let's go. I like your format today, man. What's going on? Yeah, I like I like what you on, <laughs> well, man. I mean, he's. I love the way Listen, he got a stylist he to come here. Fuck yeah, all so that. Yeah, fuck all so that. We gonna I love the way different. he's breaking on, this Casey. shit down. Come you know on, what I'm saying? And I want to get yeah. into I want to get into his real moments. Like a boy. Which I thought was well, Like a boy. I thought like, I think is a crazy fucking Like record. a boy about to be the shortest story ever. Oh shit. God man. God bless the clutch. I did like nothing on this record. This is one of the um, records where, you know, inside The Clutch, when we started the, the movie. The Clutch uh, was a company that I co-founded um, that Carrie and I and Zeke mm-hmm. and Balewa 
and Candace Nelson co-founded. Mm-hmm. Not that I co, that we co-founded. Who did y'all kick out? Huh? Huh? What? <laughs> Who did y'all kick out of the clutch before it, before it, it hey, actually man, we, became I mean, a we, car? And you put it in the car to make the clutch. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I went, no, you know what? Uh, fuck was, him. Fuck that him. was one guy. We didn't kick. We didn't kick him out though. We didn't. Tab was there in the beginning. We did not kick Tab out. Tab just kind of walked his own path. But Tab was there in the beginning. Oh, um, Tab got kicked out like me. Nigga, you didn't get kicked out of the clutch. You stop it. You stop it. Jay's thinking kicked out. I mean, Jay was there. Jay was there. I was never in the clutch. I was never Jay, in the clutch. I was, say, I was, Jay, I was there when Jay they was formed. Jay was in Miami. No, no, was I was there. there when they formed, but I was never in the clutch. First time, first time we worked together was... Miami it was the weekend of Hurricane Katrina. Yes, it was. Mm. Weekend of Hurricane Had to get Katrina. The hell about it here. I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the BMI, yeah, to get BMI out awards. of there, bro. Yeah. BMI, yeah. BMI awards. awards. Raining like crazy out yes. there. Yes. What year? What year was 2005? that? Two thousand five. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Two thousand four yeah. or five. Was we down there on Fox when I was happy? Might have been four. I think the dogs were yeah. floating across. Man, the it was tricky. Okay, it was wild. But we we went down there to work, and um, like Ethiopia and Philan are really the masterminds. They put together a writing camp and they were like, he brought three people from Universal. Philan brought three people from Hitco. Mm-hmm. And they stuck us in the studio. I think we're at Circle House. Circle House? Circle House. Yeah. They stuck us in the studio for like a weekend. Mm-hmm. We wrote six songs, recorded five. Yeah. By the time we left Sunday, by Tuesday, four of them hoes was placed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the song I wrote with them got placed. Mm. <laughs> That's why I got kicked out. <clears throat> but hey, we did out it. Here. We can't place no records for him. <laughs> we, we did it. And I want to say Epic. Epic had funded it. So the, all the four records got placed with Epic. And we were like, oh, that was cool. But then we heard from Larry Jackson. It's like J Records started asking, yo, we heard you guys did this thing and it was pretty cool. Why didn't we get a call? So then J Records flew us out here mm-hmm. and we did it again. And during that time, uh, me and Zeke came up with the name The Clutch. And, and Antonio Reed Jr. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was there as well. Um, and that's just because we were at um, Record Plant. Mm. Speaking of record plant, I heard y'all talking. Mm -hmm. I can't remember who y'all were talking to. You might have been talking to, oh, you were talking to somebody about how when it was, when you was popping that record plant, you got a little nameplate on the scooter. And y'all saying y'all never got a nameplate. Yeah, we never got one. I I just wanted you to know, y'all know, I held on to mine. You know what? Give my motherfucking money. Oh, no. Can't take it back. This nigga bro. just lost us and took our money. On Can't our take pod? it back. And then you lucky I don't smash your cupcake, man. On our pod? <laughs> Disrespectful. Hey, man. I love this thing. Shout out to he Pearl. He ain't even from California. He ain't even from <laughs> Shout out to Pearl when the clutch decided to move the home base really working in Atlanta. We knew we wasn't going to be out here so much. So I asked Pearl if I could have my nameplate and she gave it to me. So I've kept wow, it this whole time. Wow. Stays in my studio. Wow, Pearl. Um, but yeah, bro, we did it. We came back out and like did it for Larry Jackson. Inside that session, we figured out how we worked best. Carrie and I were already writing together all the time. Mm-hmm. Zeke uh, and Candace were writing together a lot. So, you know, what we started doing early is they would split us into two rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, 
out of those two rooms, we would do two to three songs a day in each room. Mm -hmm. So we were turning in anywhere between four and six songs a day and people would just book us for like five days or a week and then just have 30, 40 songs. You know what I mean? So we were working, we worked that way. And after stuff started picking up, what we decided to start doing was, all right, so that everybody eats fairly, you know, whatever records are created, you know, on this trip, we're splitting. Mm -hmm. We're splitting. So, so the crew showed up and they, they murked like a boy. Hmm. Funny, funny thing is though, we actually wrote like a boy for Kelly Rowland. Wrote like a boy for Kelly Rowland, which is hilarious because like fast forward a long time, I end up in session with Kelly Rowland, maybe a year or so later um, in Atlanta and we're in session and she's like, JQ, what I really want is a record like that, like a boy song. And I was like, stop. And she was like, what? I was like, Kelly, stop. And she was like, I'm being serious, JQ. I was like, we wrote like a boy for you. She was like, why didn't you let me hear it? We did. Now, the A&R that we sent it to happened to be in the room. Hmm. And we're like, we sent it to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love that. And it's the, it's the only time I've seen fire in Kelly's eyes. Because Kelly is actually the sweetest person oh, for sure. in the music for sure. business. Yes. And Kelly turned and looked at him and said, you don't make another decision about a record without me. And I was like, oh, kind of like that. <laughs> I like that attitude. Authority. <laughs> wow. That yeah. is great. Great yeah, like a boy story. Because you can <laughs> never pinpoint who dropped the ball. It's always somebody yeah, in between or yes, at the man. office or it got mm-hmm. to such. It never made it to. Right. Until you start dealing directly with artists. Oh, my gosh. That's beautiful. You, you didn't think you had a great story. That, that piece right there, yeah. that yeah. does it for me. Here we go. Icebox. Icebox is actually my favorite song ever worked on that's been released. Wow. And quietly, fuck quietly, not quietly, Omarion is my favorite artist to write for. Wow. Because when I write, when Omarion sings it, it sounds like it sounds in my head. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Like his delivery, like as, not just as a songwriter, but as a vocal producer, as a fan, <clears throat> I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't, I don't care as much about your ability to get to the notes as a lot of pure like musicians do. Mm. All I care is that I believe you. Like music, to me, music has one fucking job and that's to make you feel something. Mm-hmm. That's the only job, mm-hmm. you know? And inside of that, I like, I believe that a music is like a three, four minute audible movie. Mm-hmm. It is my job as the writer to give you the best script possible. As a producer, it is your job to make sure that the, the, the song the record as a whole comes to fruition the way it's supposed to. As an artist, 
I don't care how fucking well you sing. I need you to get in character and I need you to deliver. Fuck singing it. I need you to deliver the record the way that it needs to be delivered. And when O sings shit, it has the urgency. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, 
further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, my brother... Mm-hmm. Talk... You don't understand how long I've been waiting to hear this song live. Yeah. <laughs> top five. What is it? JQ's top five. <laughs> top five. But it's not K-pop. Your top five. That's your K-pop top. Your top five R and B singers. Come on, brother. <sighs> okay. Come on with it. I had to write this down. Was you should. Sure? Oh, you sure? yeah, no. <clears throat> You're prepared. You almost slip up on the pod. Top five R and B singers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, this is difficult because I definitely got seven. Um <laughs> <laughs> you came prepared and unprepared at the same time. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, well, I guess I got way more than seven if you break it down. Uh, boys to men. Mm, easy. Yeah. You don't. You don't have yeah. to explain it. You, boys to you men. don't have to. Just, we'll take off. Um, Usher. Huh. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think there's anybody better than Usher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Beyonce. <sighs> Beyonce. Remember right here. 
part of half. Take some time. Yeah. That's why it gets difficult. Yeah. It's difficult to say the list you wrote out, nigga. <laughs> Exactly. I'm I just go, trying to do pulling from I'm somewhere. I'm trying to, I'm trying to go we're five. All seven, he still has two more. Okay, we doing <laughs> all seven. Okay, <laughs> it's your birthday. All right, it's my. It is my birthday. It is your birthday. Okay, boys to men. Mm-hmm. Prince. Ooh, yeah. MJ, mm. but specifically, young MJ. Young MJ. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm mad at you. Mm-hmm. Usher. Mm-hmm. Beyonce. Yeah. Jodeci. Ooh. Yeah. And Whitney. This I don't think you had a gang of because these niggas said groups. So just, <laughs> That's just because I don't think I don't think top groups, thirteen top eighty. <laughs> I don't think groups get enough. Top one hundred and one. You're right. You're right. And as a person, if you're gonna say Wanya, you gotta say Sean. If you're gonna say KC, you gotta yep. say Joe. Yep. I love I, them. I get it. I, I get love it. them both. I, I, I would, as a person, I would say Sean first. Mm. I would say Sean, then I would say Wanya. Okay, mm. it's okay. close. Okay, here we go. Your top R&B songs. Go to the list. Go. I see it. It's heavy. Mm-hmm. Can you stand the rain? Jesus. Mm-hmm. Nay who? <laughs> Nay who? Um, can we talk? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. On bended knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and begging. Superwoman. Oh. Like Karen, Karen White. Karen White? Karen White. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I knew that thing was that with it. Masterfully Ooh. written. Yeah, masterfully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout it's out funny. to the superwomen out there though. Shout out to them. It's funny. When I was when I was going over the list, I was like, bro, every song for the most part is Kenny and, and Jamie Lewis. I mean, um They are who they are. No air. Mm. Mm-hmm. They showed up on that. And Viv brought this one up, and I had to go with it just because it's the irony, bruh. Janet, let's wait a while. Mm. I'd love to know how many babies were made to a song that, that was, was saying about we, not fucking. That was about abstinence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the sexiest song yeah. maybe yeah. ever. I think that's six too. I think you just you yeah, breaking I mean, all you the told, rules today. You told me whatever. Your birthday. birthday. It's your birthday. It's your back. To, it's your birthday. I should yeah. make a song about abstinence. Man, fuck you out can't. Of this shit. They're not gonna believe me. They, you? They gonna know you don't know what you're talking about? <laughs> I've waited before. When? He don't know. So with the next segment, <laughs> the next segment, <laughs> we go. <laughs> We, we gonna make, Get this segment. We're gonna make, <laughs> Stop trying to wait. We're going to make it. You don't fucking wait. We're going to make a Voltron, an R&B Voltron, your artist, your, starting with, we want to get the vocal performance style, the styling of the artist, and the passion of the artist. Who are you getting the vocal from to make your R&B artist? Out of your top 13. Yeah. Usher. Mm. He said he said he was the best. He said, he said, yeah, he yeah. You better go with him if you're gonna Usher's call him. ability to you know I mean? deliver tempo and deliver a ballad. One of my favorite vocals ever, recorded vocals ever, might be Can You Help Me off the 8701 album. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. He's he's great at both. He's, yeah. he, and everybody can't do both. 
You're absolutely right. Cannot. Yeah. Cannot. Performance style. See, it should be getting difficult because I feel like I be having answers, but then when I take the time to look at the artist as a whole, I like nigga, that's a wild looking artist. I don't I don't well, understand. On stage, the 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 way they perform. Oh yeah, no, I understand. Yet. Okay. so difficult because I would say I would say Chris I'd say CB but Marvin Marvin's ability to make people move Hmm. was different I like that you want a combo guard I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Chris hmm I'm gonna go Chris because bro, the energy is unmatched. 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 I agree. Unmatched. Love the Marvin reference though. Um, styling. The clothes. Artist drip. Chris. Mm. Quick. Quick. Um, I don't know anybody who's, and I'd have to do more homework, that's ever been more in touch. Than Chris and Chris has lived for a long time in the spotlight. Yeah, in yeah. the spotlight, and somehow then fly right in front <laughs> of whatever the, the movement is. But he's yeah. globally fly. Yeah, yeah. He's not like now he wanted one. He's not right. locked he into one. Yeah. a demographic. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter he's, where he goes, and yeah. people respond. And I think that's the job. The passion of the artist, the heart of the artist. Where are you getting that from? Don't be mad at me, y'all. Yay. Mad you for what? Upset about what? Yay. He be rocking. He mean it. Yay is... Yay is... Listen, I was at Dodger I don't, Stadium. How about I say, I don't necessarily... Oh, not Dodger Stadium. It was... Uh, no, I'm, 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 Coliseum. Coliseum. Oh, yeah. Coliseum. He mean it. Coliseum. Yeah, it's not necessarily... Yeah, yeah. And that's not always about always agreeing with what everybody says, mm-hmm. but I respect... Man, on some of the stuff. Get out of here with this political is, shit, man. The nigga like Kanye when he performed. That's shit. it. No, I just mean that nigga. Wait, that nigga okay. ready to, hey, listen. Whatever y'all do birthday. with y'all politics, y'all do with y'all politics. How do I unplug this nigga, Jamie? <laughs> no, man. <laughs> okay. This nigga pretty, but Speak he over, your shit. Nigga pretty, but he over talking me. Speak your shit, nigga. Speak your shit. But you said you weren't coming here to be political. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> You I'm know, not. I, I expected I some to, crazy I, questions. Nah, nah, we ain't gonna do that to you. We ain't gonna do that to you. I didn't get none. But we here now, though. I didn't get none of the kick out questions. I didn't get. Well, you like, kick me out. It's cool. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's here now, though. It's here now, though, because you just said a few names. But what can he do? I ain't saying no names. Huh. I ain't saying no names. I ain't saying no names. I ain't saying no names. Where you was? Who you with? What you did? Don't say she. I ain't saying no names. I ain't saying no names. <laughs> Are you ready, JQ? I am ready. 
We need that story. Yeah. All right. Funny or fucked up. Mm-hmm. All right. This, Funny and fucked up. This mm-hmm. story. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, hold on player. Okay, you know who you, you know who you are that broke you his heart. He ain't gonna say he already said your name. But whatever. <laughs> but on this segment right now, he ain't saying no names. Jake. Okay, this this story happens over a few years. Um shit. So early, early in, you know, in my journey, I was in a group with my brothers. Uh myself, my big brother Greg, my younger brother Chuck, um, and my cousin Dre. Three uh, names already. Do those names count? That's not the fucked they, up they, shit. They're not part of it. Okay, yeah. This is that was a lot bro. of names. Though. This is birthday, bro. This is birthday. And, and birthday at the same time. This nigga's breaking, <laughs> this nigga's breaking all the <laughs> Tough balance. Here we go. <clears throat> Cosign said more names than me. <laughs> oh, um, shit. God damn. FBI. Informant. But I was in this group, and even back then, like I wanted to be part. I wanted to help. I had ideas. Um, so, and a lot of people may not know this about me. I never wanted to be a songwriter. Like this was never, never my dream. Um, but I'm in this group. We're in the studio working with, you know, these producers. Mm-hmm. Um, and we signed to these producers because they've got major backing from a professional athlete and we're like, yeah, bro, we about to do it. We about to get it. And I remember being in the studio and the producers and songwriter writing. It was a production team. They're writing, writing, writing. And I'd be like, oh, what if you said this? And they just kind of turn around and look at me. They'd be trying to figure it out. Oh, it would be cool if we, if we talked about this. And they look at me again, maybe third or fourth time, and there's a room full of people. So it's not just us. It's yeah. us. And then because they're in this huge mansion that the professional athlete has gotten for them, it's just a gang of women, bunch of niggas. And I go, yo, what if we say, and bro turns around, the songwriter turns around and says, why don't you shut your corny ass up? I'm a songwriter. He's a producer. You the artist. Alabama. <laughs> And turns back around, and the whole room is cracking up. I'm like, okay, cool, 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 cool. You know, take time. We end up getting out of that situation, you know, fighting, trying to figure out my situation, end up over at noontime. I'm over at noontime, and I've been working and writing there long enough to where now. I'm one of the guys that they call. Your go-to. And now they have this artist, and I co-wrote the first single, I wrote the second single, and we're tracking the second single. At the time, we didn't know the second single, but we're tracking the song. And one of the partners come in and go, hey, man, um, we got some people that, you know, 
want to, you know, want to get up here and want to start doing some work, uh, I told them to come in here and play this stuff for you. And I'm like, uh, okay, well, I need to get finished with Buddy Vocal. So if, if I could have like 10 minutes to just wrap this part up, it will be cool. And it was like, yeah, I'll send them in there in 10 minutes. I was like, thank you, bro. So I'm sitting there and we're going over trying to get all the backgrounds done. Uh, that was back in the day when I thought more harmonies meant a bigger hit. Right. So every note I could think of. Yeah, I know it's, we already got that note in there, but this is the octave. This one's doing a little bit different. Yeah, sing this one. Yeah. So um, bro singing, and they come in the room, hey, hey. And he's like, well, I'm looking for JQ. And, you know, I'm JQ now. When I started, I was just Q. So I'm like, yeah, just give me one minute. Give me one minute. Yeah, yeah. All right, perfect, bro. Come on out. We'll, we'll get back in in maybe like five minutes. Yeah. So... I spin the chair around. And the nigga that called me corny and told me to shut the fuck up is looking at me. His eyes get big as shit. And I'm like, what up, bro? And he's like, uh, I, they just wanted me to come in here and play. So you up, you up here? You up here now? I was like, yeah, man. It's, it's kind of home now. He's like, all right. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I was... I, you might know these songs. This nigga plays me my demo. Plays me all the songs mm -hmm. that we cut. And I was like, yeah, fam, I appreciate your time. We'll, we'll get back to you. Bro left. It was petty, but I never felt so much joy. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Oh, the tables are turned. Bro comes in, the, the partner comes in the room. He's like, what did you? And I was just like, I don't fuck with him no kind of way. He's untrustworthy. He's this, he's that. This nigga is Bob. I don't fuck with him. And he was like, what did you think about the songs? I said, he played me songs that I demoed four years ago. And he was like, that's enough for me. And then I turned back around and finished recording my, my second song. Single. My second single. <sighs> my, my, my. Be, be, be nice to people. Be cool. You know what I mean? And not even, you know what? Man, not even have to just be nice. Just be cordial. Bro, you know, be just cordial. don't, 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 don't shit on don't. people. Especially if they don't deserve it. Don't, bruh. You can, you know, pull, pull a young man to the side. I'm sure he was a young fella at the time and say, hey, yeah, just hey, trying hey, to get young involved, fella. trying hey, to learn, trying to. We gonna we might work you in, but you know, let, let, let me focus a little bit. Even if it's said that way. Yeah. And definitely don't 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 diss where you're from. My father from Alabama. Hey, bro. That bothered me. Yeah, oh, it bothered me. Like the, you know, like, cause it, it could you could very well be in the other chair at some point. Spinning around. It was amazing. Oh, it's you. And on the other side of it. <sighs> I'm gonna tell y'all another story when the camera's off. Okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna hurry up get these cameras <laughs> uh brother jq um, oh, be amazing man you are amazing man outside of all of this man you're just an amazing brother thank you man I appreciate you know what i'm saying it. anytime you know and, and jake can attest to this man anytime your name comes up it's just good energy all around yeah you know man. what i'm saying and and it's infectious you know what i'm saying i love I, you guys there's not it's crazy i was talking about this yesterday in the session i was like i know a lot of people you know, we all was like, but I don't think I have a lot of friends. Mm. Like, 
I don't trust a lot of people around my, I don't feel comfortable enough to have them around my kids. Yeah. yeah. Food, yeah. beer out. I love you guys. You guys have been solid from the beginning. You made me better. My God. You make me better. Mm. You also introduced me to Sean Stockman. That's amazing. That's my brother. Yeah, it's hey, my brother. Yeah. It's our, it's our brother. Our brother. All of us. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. No, he's been and a blessing to all of us. Christmas project is coming out. Yeah, because I was, you know. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, on yeah. one of them things. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, I got, I got the call. You know what I'm nah, saying? But, but thank you, bro, yeah. for for being who you are and for being consistent. Bro, absolutely. I I appreciate it. Can I say one thing absolutely. to yes. the creatives that Please. may be looking, mm-hmm. bro? I just want to say this. Um, just because I feel like it needs to be said, and I wish somebody would have told me really early in my career, it's one thing that I wanted to make sure I said. For those creatives that are out here trying to figure it out, understand that success is easy. And, and when I say easy, I'm not like it's going to fall out of the sky into your lap, but it's not complicated. Like success is a combination of good decisions, you know, learn to make decisions that, that move you in the right direction. You know, whenever you're about to, is this move me closer to my goal or not closer to my goal? I swear if you do that, you know, you will get to where you're trying to get like math is math. Two plus two will always be four. If you keep walking in the direction that you're supposed to be going, eventually you will get there. You know, have the people that fall flat now fall flat for a couple of reasons. They have a very bad relationship with um, self-discipline and mm. self-sacrifice. Like, it's too much. And I'm saying this because I, 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 I speak to a couple of young people now. And that's always thing. Everybody's scared of missing out and all of that. Just understand that the real fucking work gets done alone. You know, Floyd, mm-hmm. when it's time to get it in and they're preparing for a fight, bro, don't go out and bring a bunch of people around. They go into isolation. When Kobe was ready to really ball out, he would say, I'm in a cage. When I'm in that cage, don't fucking talk to me. Don't touch me. You learn who you are by your fucking self. Learn to trust you. I'm sorry, I got a little amped up, but. Y'all fall into that. I swear I hate y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Tank. I'm Jay Valentine. I'm JQ. And this is the R&B Money Podcast, the authority on all things things. R&B. This episode has been... JQ Smith. Y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna give y'all that picture. I'm gonna give you that picture to fake. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You gotta have a picture. Man, thank you. Oh, wow. R&B Money. R&B Money is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Don't forget to subscribe to and rate our show. And you can connect with us on social media, at Jay Valentine and at The Real Tank. For the extended episode, subscribe to YouTube.com forward slash R&B Money.
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.